Hey, this is Lauren BR, and this is The Authentic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Authentic. I'm your host, Lauren, and I'm so excited because today I have Caitlin Danos, who was on my very first episode of Authentic about a year ago um, in a few weeks, which is just insane that um, it's been going on that long. It's just such an awesome testament to the Lord's faithfulness. And so on that episode, you can go back and listen to it. It's the very first one. Um, although I'm like so much more nervous and not know what I'm doing, but still um, the Lord uses it. But we talked a lot about discerning God's will because she just decided to transfer schools from LSU to Belmont, which is crazy. And so what's cool now is she's fully established in Nashville, which we were just kind of talking about. She has new music coming out and maybe wants to do some more with that. Um, and she's also about to go to London. So there's just a lot going on in her life. And Today, I kind of wanted to check in and see how she was doing and see what the Lord's done in her life since then and really just celebrate a year of this podcast and all the Lord has done through the podcast and also in her own life and kind of lift that up today because I also think it can be really cool um, and sort of fruitful to reflect with Thanksgiving all the things that the Lord has done in our lives and hopefully it can be encouragement to any people who might be going through similar situations and kind of see what it's like on the other side. So anyways, I also hope you don't hear my email because it keeps going off. But all that being said, welcome back to the podcast, Caitlin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like so honored that I got to be your first guest. And like, I have just loved seeing your podcast grow. I think you're so faithful to what God has called you to do. And you just do such an amazing job. I listened to your solo podcast um, the other day and it just like encouraged me so much. So I'm just so grateful to be a part of this, grateful to be asked back. Um, it feels like such a full circle moment and I've loved seeing the way it grows. So I'm so honored to be on here. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. Full circle is the right word to use. I should definitely use that in the title or something because that is totally what this is. Um, and so like I was saying before, and as many people know, listening, you took a really big leap of faith in transferring schools. Um, and so kind of walk us through how your first year has been and be as authentic as possible for lack of better word, um, just kind of how that's been. Yeah. So, okay. My first year was amazing. It was amazing. It was really growing. I think that, um, my first semester was definitely a little harder because I, I mean, I talked about how amazing the community at LSU, like I've never experienced such amazing community than what I had at LSU. So leaving that was really hard, a lot harder than I expected. I think that, um, when I went to LSU, it was like during COVID and I literally signed up for seven Bible studies. Like I was in as much as I could because I just wanted friends and I didn't really have as much time for like that kind of like intentional, like searching for community in my first semester. Cause I mean, I jumped in and I was behind on credits from the beginning. So I was like working really hard in that, working hard and just like um, trying to write outside of school and just be like intentional with my music, trying to find places to play that that's hard. And I'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, so it definitely was hard at first. I am really grateful for um, what Belmont did with orientation. We had like a little like orientation group and it was just a bunch of transfers. So I found some really sweet, sweet friends from that transfer group. And they have been like like my sweet friends who were like with me from the beginning and we, we still hang out. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, and slowly but surely, I feel like my second semester, I started really finding my way into like the college ministry I'm a part of. And um, 
just finding really sweet friends who can like encourage me in Christ and uplift me. And um, that's been really, really helpful. And I'm still like getting plugged into different, different things and um, different organizations, but that's been great. Um, I feel like something really cool about transferring schools is um, I really had to get out of my comfort zone, but I had to get really comfortable with like being independent and being like on my own, which has been really cool to experience. And I just, I feel like such, like sometimes I'm like, I feel like such a girl boss. Like I feel really independent and it's just um, really, really sweet. And the Lord has just been teaching me so much through this experience and I feel like I've really like overall um just been growing so much and I finally like love what I'm studying like my classes I just am, like they're so exciting except for like some of them like the like the copyright law ones I loved my professor but I don't like learning about law it's it's a lot I mean sometimes it's interesting but like most of my classes I'm just like I can't wait to go like my songwriting classes my production classes it's it's been so cool. So it's been a really good first year, lots of ups and lots of downs, but um, just getting to see the Lord's faithfulness to me through it all and kind of his hand um, with me wherever I go has been a really cool thing to see. Yeah. And it's cool to see the Lord like use these crazy new changes to kind of grow you and sanctify you. And I also like how you kind of talked about that, like it was slower at the beginning and it was harder because I feel like one, like as human sinners, we like want things to be so immediate. And so I think it's cool that you were able to realize like, that's not necessarily going to happen. And like, you need to wait on the Lord, which we talked about a little bit in a different (laughs) setting, but um, also just for people listening of like, maybe they're about to start college or they're transferring schools or they're going into post-grad. Like it can be so easy to see everyone on Instagram or like hear stories of people who are doing like so well right away, but that's really not true or always the case. So it's cool to hear you kind of talk about that. Yeah. And it honestly does feel like I'm going into post-grad, like Belmont doesn't really feel like college. Like it's so fun and it's amazing school, but like once you've experienced like the SEC sorority life, going to like a small, like very focused private school does not feel like college so I honestly have felt like I'm going into postgrad obviously without like the loss of structure and the question of oh my gosh I need to get a job but it's I feel like it's kind of like a good step in preparing me towards that and yeah it's it's been interesting yeah that's so fun um also you were kind of talking about you know the things that the Lord's been teaching you and so one thing we talked a lot about in the last episode about a year ago um was a lot about just like discerning what the Lord's telling you and that's something that um I've been also kind of wrestling with so I would love to hear your thoughts about how have you kind of been able to hear the Lord's voice and discern like what is specific plans have been for you at Belmont and Nashville as a whole like how have you kind of decided what things to join what steps to take and how did you kind of hear the Lord's Lord excuse me Lord's voice in that yeah so the Lord I just feel like he has been showing me a lot about that kind of going in I knew that like we talked about this on our last podcast but like the Lord's plan for our life is sanctification and to glorify him um overall it's not like specifically all these like yes or no questions I heard someone say it's not like a right or wrong it's like a left or right question so like things like choosing a school choosing like a sorority it's not like am I sinning by choosing this option it's like like how am I going to glorify the Lord with either option so um just seeing the Lord open doors for me I feel like I have learned more than anything 
um, that what I'm doing is sharing the gospel, like in whatever capacity that may be, because it's not guaranteed that I'm going to like have a really successful music career. It's not guaranteed. Like I, like, I know that I want to be in the music industry, but I may want to go into the, like the business aspect of it. So I've just, I think that especially with the people that the Lord has placed into my life, like with my TT group, I have had the opportunity to be friends and like really close friends with some people who like don't share the same beliefs as me, especially, um, who are not Christians. And that's just been really sweet because they're so open to hearing about what I have to say about the Lord. And, we've had such sweet conversations and they're so respectful. So I've just felt like a calling to just be Christ and be like Christ and imitate Christ to everybody around me. And um, I'm really grateful for those people, but also just like um, glorifying the Lord through my music. I think that transferring to Belmont, there's been a lot of temptation to use it for myself because you see all these people around you and it's like, everyone is so cool making their own music. It's so cool. It's so trendy. It's so in. And I'm like, are people going to like my Christian music, you know? But then I have to like reframe my, my thoughts and be like, this is for the Lord. This is my purpose. My purpose is to glorify the Lord in whatever the heck I'm doing. And if I'm doing music, then it needs to glorify the Lord. And if it's like, if it's like, non-christian music but it has those themes like and it's glorifying the lord like yes but overall the most important thing is that it's not about me and it is about the lord and that definitely feels like his plan for me his his calling on my life um and it gives so much more purpose like i think that purpose is such a big thing that people are searching for um and that people are like using every avenue in their life to find and i think that purpose alone the only like satisfying and fulfilling purpose that is permanent and will not fade is like glorifying the lord and just sharing advancing the kingdom so that is what i feel like um his specific plan for me is just i i know it's kind of like dodging the question but like literally just glorifying the lord and then obviously my mom she'll she'll always be like Whenever I get in a rut, she's like, Caitlin, what's your identity? And I'm like, my identity is Christ. And she's like, yeah, but that's like kind of basic. And I'm like, and she's like, yes, it is Christ. But like the Lord has given you like talents and passions and you need to work out your identity in the in the context of like what the Lord has made you excited about. So like Lauren, you are amazing at like PR and um, your podcast and the Lord has given you those talents and passions and that's how you're sharing the gospel like for me I'm passionate about music so like because that's my passion I need to work out my purpose through the passion and that's something that my mom has been helping me with especially when I get stuck in a rut I'm like what am I doing here um but (laughs) yeah I just overall feel like the Lord's specific plan for me for everyone is to share the gospel and use that through the lens of what I'm passionate about no, that's so good. And like the most perfect way you could have answered that. I have so many conversations with people who like really struggle with their purpose, even people like within church. And so I think it's just such a good reminder to continue talking about what your true purpose is, um, because I think that can get easily lost. And also people 
um, even believers can just get overwhelmed of like, like you said, like, am I going to like do the wrong thing? Am I going to like, not really walk in the Lord's will for me? But like you said, our purpose is to glorify God and to be sanctified and to spread the gospel. And that's something you can do with anything, no matter what your passion is. So I love that you say that. And also I love that you added the part about passions because I literally was having a conversation with someone about this yesterday. Um, but just how important it is to kind of figure out what your passions are so you can use them to glorify God because like we so intentionally have been given those. Um, and so I think it's important that we kind of recognize it and it might not be as obvious as yours, like music. That's so blatant of like, okay. But like for me, PR, that was, you know, a little bit harder to kind of find, but um, I don't know. I think it's cool. And there's a lot of resources out there of like quizzes you can take and spiritual gift quizzes even, but that was such an awesome answer. And I'm really excited for people to hear that. Well, you like, I'm serious. You inspire me every time I listen to your podcast and you talk about like, how you can glorify God in the workplace. I think it's so true. And I think it's, it's definitely dangerous to be like, kind of, I think we tend to like over-spiritualize things and be like, if you're not doing ministry, then you're not fulfilling, you know, the Lord's purpose. But like, you know, I was listening to your podcast. I'm, I'm just quoting you for this response, but like literally when you were saying like, we are made to work, that's so true. And we are made to like, it is good for man to work. It is good for like us to like work with our hands and like have like work for the Lord. And, um, like work as if we're working for the Lord. And I just think that it's so important that like whatever your passions are, as long as you are imitating Christ, you are fulfilling his will for your life, you know? Exactly. And traditional ministry is obviously still important too, but I feel like people just forget that ministry is wherever you are. And also right. like, the Bible talks so often about working. Like it's, I don't know. I've been reading a book recently that's just been pointing it out a lot. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Wow. Like the Lord talks about work so much and how it's a good thing. Um, and like they worked before like the fall, you know, wait, I might be incorrect about that. they did. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. like scared that you were looking at me. Like you're saying that. No, wrong. no. <laughs> so it's, and like, we will work in heaven. It will just like look different. Cause obviously there won't be sin, but I feel like people just associate work with sin. So it's like such a negative thing. And obviously we live in a broken world. So like it's not always going to be enjoyable, but I think people kind of just associate it with like, oh, sin, like work is horrible, but it's like, it's a thing that the Lord calls us to do as well. You know, just a little side tangent, but absolutely. Um, but we are obviously just talking about a lot of like your interactions with people who aren't believers, but, um, I just really like to ask this question, especially as we like approach a new school year or people who have maybe just graduated college or high school, kind of what steps have you taken to find community in a new city city? I'm talking so fast. I'm like so excited, okay. um, especially as a transfer student. Yeah. So that was something going and I was like, I really wanted to be intentional about um, just because I knew that if I did not look for community, I would totally just like, I, I can definitely tend to like self-isolate and fall into ruts if I'm not in community. So I knew I was like, I have to find community. So um, the first thing I found a church and I like the Lord was so faithful through this. Like the more I look back on it, like the more I'm just like, thank you, Jesus, because like, yes, I did have to do a little bit by myself, but like for the most part, I had a buddy with me what like in whatever I did and like the most random ways. Like my sweet friend Tara, she's this freshman that I met at orientation and randomly it was just like like we randomly decided to go church hopping together. Like I was about to have to do that by myself. And um she now we go to the same church and we go together and we found some other sweet friends. We my other sweet friend Georgia started coming with us. Actually, that was an amazing way. Um I went to church. Tara was I think she was sick and I went by myself. I was like I'm just going to go by myself. It's kind of a like a 
it's like a small big church it's like a small church but very crowded so it's like kind of intimidating to go by yourself because it's like who am I gonna sit with is there even gonna be a seat so I sit next to this random girl and it turns out she's also a transfer songwriting major and I was like what the lord is so good and she is like shout out to Georgia she is a ray of sunshine um so just like the lord providing connections through my church and I recently joined RUF well actually I joined that back in first semester I was more involved in the bible study like the outside bible study than the large group but then I got really involved in the large group at RUF not really involved more involved it's you know it's hard to kind of jump into a new um you know, campus ministry when you don't really know the people, especially coming in as a transfer, because like, you know, people have their friends and it's hard to like, you know, find people who are like, I don't know. Anyways, so I started like forming connections through RUF and then there's like a group of RUF people who go to my church. And so that's been really sweet to connect with them. Um, RUF is amazing. I've loved it so much. Um, It's like a campus ministry similar to Refuge. It's like a, it's called Reformed University Fellowship. So um that's been awesome. I've met like some sweet people. I've met my, my, one of my future roommates from RUF. Um, yeah, that was another crazy story. I just, I'm, I'm just going to testify of the Lord's goodness because this is like crazy. So the first day, I'm like the very first day of first semester, I'm walking to class. Right. And I see this girl with a Canacuck shirt on and I was like, I need friends. So I'm like, oh my gosh, did you go to Canacuck? And she's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, me too. And so we like bonded. And I was like, like, let's get coffee. Give me your Instagram. So I followed her Instagram, never talked to her, never saw her again. We both forgot about each other. And she would like pop up on my feed. And I was like, who is this random girl? So anyways, like one of the first days of second semester, I was at an RUF event and I like went and I was kind of like feeling shy. And then I was like talking to this random girl she was like, hey, who wants to go watch The Chosen at my apartment? Like she invited me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need friends. So yes. So I'm like walking out the door and someone stopped her and was like, hey, what are you doing this summer? And she's like, oh, I'm working at Canacook. And I turn and I was like, shut up. And we like locked eyes and we're like, oh, you're the girl from the first day of school. So she's my, she's my future roommate. Like crazy is so faithful she has been we lead a k-life group together that's another place i've found community um k-life is like kind of the year-round ministry that canicuck does it's like small groups and we lead a small group together and like i i feel like first if you are intentionally seeking community the lord is so faithful and like he just like it, it came at the perfect times like it really came at the perfect times um the amazing people I met through RUF, the people from my church. Um, K-Life has been so fun. We don't really get to meet with the leaders a lot, but when we have, I just so so many sweet people. Um, but like, if you are intentionally seeking out community, the Lord is so faithful to like bless you with it. And um, I think that a lot, just praying and praying for community, like my journals are filled with the Lord. Please help me find community. Please help me find my place. Um, and he's faithful and it's not going to be perfect. I mean, no community is perfect. We're all sinners and everyone, like people will let you down, but like, there's also just like a beauty in like working through things together and like seeing the Lord's forgiveness. And um, yeah, so it's been really sweet. I think that it was definitely a little bit of a struggle at first, but um, there's just been really, really sweet things that the Lord has blessed me with. And I'm, I mean, even like, even I've met some random like 
sweet Christian friends, like in just random places. And it, it's just, yeah, it's awesome. Um, I know that like I talk about community so much on this podcast, but it's just something that's so important to me. And so it's awesome for you to give also those like tangible action steps for people to take. Um, because I've talked about this before, but I feel like sometimes people are just sitting around and are like, oh, why is do I not have community? Just because for so long in high school, maybe um, it was just easily like fed to them, but you need to be a lot more intentional about praying about it and like seeking it out, like you said. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I definitely, I'll be so honest. There was like maybe a month or two where I was totally self-isolating and I was like, why don't, why am I not like finding community? And it's like, I wasn't getting out of my room. Like I was staying in my room and I was not going to, I was not showing up. I think that like showing up is like so important and showing up even when you don't feel like it because when you're in isolation the enemy can really feed you lies like really feed you lies if you are not like like being open and like I guess if you don't have people to kind of like be honest with the way you're feeling then the enemy can kind of like create like echo chambers in your mind and be like feed you lies and then you're like what am I what am I feeling but then whenever you can like step out into community like people can like walk alongside with you and like testify how the Lord has been grateful, how the Lord has been faithful in their lives. And then when you see the Lord's faithfulness in other people's lives, it's just so encouraging, but showing up is so important. And I'm so guilty of like self-isolating, but um, the second I get back into it, I'm like, oh, Lord, you're good. Lord, you're good. So <laughs> yeah. No, yes. Showing up is so important and like actually getting out of your room. And also it's cool to hear from your perspective because it can give people insight who like maybe are more plugged into community, like not even just transfer students, but people who like maybe have never gotten plugged in or are now have given their life to Christ. Like there's just people to be aware of because sometimes in like Christian bubbles, not on purpose, but we just get so isolated ourselves and aren't really looking out for people. That's something I've noticed by like trying out new churches this summer um, in Houston. I'm like, when I go back to Baton Rouge, like I need to make sure that like, I'm really looking, I say that like, I look for those people, but I just get so self-involved that I'm not really looking for the people that are new and just walking in because it's so scary. And so I'm really trying to be more aware of that. That's so real. Like, I think I was so convicted in transferring because like I definitely did not make as much of as an of an effort to like find the people on the outside as I wish I did and like transferring has really made me see how important that is I mean you really can't understand until you experience things but like I wish that I would have like been more intentional about like seeking the out the people on the outsides because I definitely that's so true and I, I like that's so cool that we're like kind of experiencing that same thing but it's just, it's made me want to be like, like me and my friend Sadie have kind of experienced that both of us. And we're like, we want to take this and we want to find the people on the outsides. We want to like invest in all the little freshmen, like all the people who are coming in. So that's so true and something to be aware of, but very convicting. And it's cool how the Lord uses those situations to kind of like give us more empathy and like remind us of things. So that's cool that we're both kind of experiencing that. That is really cool. Um, but kind of moving on more like music wise, especially because that's probably what a lot of people want an update on because we focused on that oh, yeah. episode and it's been almost a whole year now. And so I know there's a lot of things that you are gearing up to and wanting to do. So um, kind of what's been the most exciting part about moving to Nashville um, and especially what does that look like for you career wise and music wise? Yeah, I mean, it's just totally set me up for like like the people I need to be around, the experiences I need to experience, like it's just been so cool living in a big city. Okay. 
I know people will say Nashville is not a big city, but I grew up in Houma, Louisiana, and I think it's a big city. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is huge. But people from like Texas and like Dallas are like, this is tiny. And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is crazy. But anyways, it's like the first time I've ever been in a place where there's like music to go to, like concerts to go to like every weekend. There is... I lived right next to Centennial Park. I'm moving, but I, I lived right next, like I could walk to Centennial and they would have like these free concerts in the park and I could just go like listen to music and there's places to go like country dancing and like, it's just, it's so much fun. Like there's, you're never bored, but um, it's definitely like living in Nashville is so cool because so many people are very excited about the same things you are. Like there's so many people who like, and, and it's not even, everyone's an artist like my one of my new roommates is a photographer and she's she's so cool she is touring with the head and the heart right now like as their photographer like she's so cool I like I think she's so cool and I'm really excited to be her roommate um but like and then my other roommate Brooke she is looking to do like artist management so like it's just so cool to see how everyone is like very passionate about like the music industry in different ways and like the different ways we can like encourage and inspire each other um and then just like everybody everyone's so talented everywhere you go so it's so inspiring and like the opportunities to co-write like I've never co-written so much in my life and just like that's also a really cool ministry like co-writing with people like who are very different from you it's such a such a time to find middle ground because when you're writing a song you like you have to like work together and use your shared experiences to like create something that people can relate to and um that's been a really cool way to like minister to people and just show love to people um that's kind of a side note but co-writing has been so exciting about, about Nashville and I've been like trying to bring it back and like me and my friend Taylor she's from Homa she's amazing Taylor Webb go check her out um but we've been trying to write together and it's just it's been really cool and just getting to see how people work and um getting to make connections with people who can like help me with things and I can help them with things it's just yeah it's been really awesome um it was really cool because whenever we got coffee at magpie when we were both having to be in baton rouge we kind of talked a lot about co-writing and just how cool it is for you to find middle ground because like you will have like nothing necessarily in common with the person but then like you kind of find out I guess if I'm saying this correctly like yes, what you so have in common with them and so I just thought that was really cool hearing you talk about co-writing because that's not really something that I ever do <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> it's very cool it's just like it's such a cool experience and I think it's especially I've just never been in such I, I've lived in a bubble like my whole life I'll be so honest and going to Nashville is so eye-opening because like I've never been around so many people with like different backgrounds different beliefs and it's just so cool to sit down with someone and hear their story and understand where their worldview comes from and get to love them and like be the love of Jesus to them and it's it's definitely challenging at times like whenever you're like how could I ever relate to this person but there's always a way to relate and there's always such like I don't know I think it's just so beautiful to like sit in a room with someone that you just like are very different from and get to write with them and get to like find out how the like the experiences they've been through have shaped them and have shaped the things they believe it gives you a lot of empathy for other people but it's it's really awesome see that's so cool and just continues to point back to our purpose on here um and you're doing that through songwriting so that's really cool um but continuing to kind of glorify God through music and that passion of yours 
how do you stay humble and continue to, you know, like I said, glorify God when performing. Um, that's something that I've always admired about you. And I like talked to you about so many people when I was in an interview recently and they were talking about people you admire and specific reasons why I literally about you. Um, and so kind of like you're saying in a city like Nashville, like you said at the beginning, it can be really hard to um, make sure that you're not making it all about you. And so how have you been able to kind of reframe your mind with doing yeah. that? Yeah, it's so hard. And I think it's the hardest it's ever been for me just because like I was saying, I'm surrounded by so many people who are like so talented and who are doing their thing and like they it looks so cool and it's very like like it's just a very like attractive and like that that kind of desire to make it like your platform and to kind of like prove yourself, but um definitely having to like I think it's more fulfilling for me when it's not about me because when it is about me, I get so in my head and I like stress out and I like, I don't know, I can just tend to be a perfectionist. But when I realize that this is about the Lord and like, I'm just the vessel that really takes a lot of the pressure off. I think that um, performing, I think is a lot easier than kind of like the behind the scenes stuff, like the humility and performing. I don't know. I don't know. I think that, yeah, I, I think that like when you're performing, it's, I can remind myself to like, okay, I'm going to pray that this can be used for the glory of the Lord first. There's definitely times where I'm like, I don't know, thinking about myself, but I can more easily like kind of reframe my mind and be like, this is for the Lord. This is for the Lord. I want to see his kingdom come. But like in the kind of behind the scenes work, like writing or like self-promotion. Oh, I hate it because it's, it's such like a slippery slope of like, okay, well I need to like be posting on Instagram, but then, then I start making it about myself. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, it's so hard and it's so, it's such a, such a, like a, um, I don't know what the word I'm trying to say is, but dichotomy. I don't know if that's the word I'm trying to say. Maybe yeah. let's go with that. It's just a dichotomy of like wanting to promote yourself so that you can serve the Lord, but also wanting to like serve the Lord. And like, it, it's just definitely a constant battle, but um, I, I think it could be like that with anything. Um, but it's, it's definitely, I feel like it's heightened with music just because music is such a, like a platformy thing that like it's easy to get carried away but it's definitely been very eye-opening and humbling there's definitely like learning how to have humility and there's definitely like being humbled when you're like oh my gosh I was doing that for myself and kind of I don't know it's just it's a good way to like be aware of like the truth of like the state of my sin and just running back to the Lord and being like please forgive me whenever I do try to make it about myself that was kind of a long tangent and a little bit scatterbrained but yeah that's the basic gist (laughs) no yes it definitely made sense um and like you said a lot of the issue or a lot of the issues you have with music it's heightened but like a lot of people experience that of wanting to just make so many things I I mean me included I want to make this podcast about me constantly but like obviously have to like take a step back and realize that it's for the glory of God. You know, that's definitely as sinners, that's just like, I think our natural inclination to do that, you know? Well, you do such a good job. This is, I, I'm blown away by your podcast. Well, glory to God. Obviously. (laughs) Um, Speaking of that, how have you seen the Lord's hand at work within this kind of new season of your life um, since moving? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been all over the place. I, it's definitely, there's, 
been such hard times but honestly even in the hard times like I've seen him draw me closer to him and there's just been some really awesome people in my life to like help me with that but he is so faithful and like my roommate like I did not know my roommate going in and we are like so close now like she's hilarious I love her she loves the Lord and we're like living together again um and that was something that I was like so nervous about because we had never met and I was like Lord take the wheel like I have no idea who this girl is but like I love her so much she's amazing and has definitely like encouraged me um she's such like a girl boss and she's like encouraged me to be like more ambitious and so shout out to Brooke she's awesome um in my roommate situation just like and he's been so faithful in like I don't know just like giving me joy in my classes I I don't know if that's weird but like it's just I don't I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he's brought so much joy to me in the things I'm learning. And I, he's been faithful to like provide great classes and to provide great people to be around. I think I think my TT group, like that is like one of the most ways that the Lord has been faithful. Like um, that's like the orientation group I was talking about. Like those friends that I made from that group have been like so such an encouragement in my life even the ones who like aren't believers and we don't have that shared faith like it's been so amazing to get to know them and they are just such sweet people and so respectful of like I don't know the the conversations we had I I just love and um yeah and then also just my church I love my church so much like he's so faithful to have led me there so faithful to have let me to led me to people who go there he's so faithful um for the opportunities i've gotten like just random random little side note of like opportunities and the lord's faithfulness with that like i hadn't really been playing live a lot and i love playing live and i had been kind of missing that and then my sweet friend amber she was playing an uh, a writer's round which is where you like have a bunch of songwriters and you go back and forth and you play your original songs for like an audience so it's kind of a lot more pressure than like just a regular gig when you're at a restaurant and everyone's just kind of like eating their tacos and ignoring you so it's a lot more pressure because people are like okay, I'm listening to your song very intently. Well, you know, some are intently, some are not, but like, it's a little freaky. So anyways, uh, my sweet friend Amber was playing a writer's round and she was like really nervous and she didn't tell anyone. And so I was like the only one who showed up because I like had, she had told me like a while ago. And so I show up and the girl who she was supposed to be playing with didn't show up. Like, well, actually, no, she got in a car accident. It was, it was sad, but it was not bad it was I think it was just a fender bender but still I was like yeah it was a whole thing (laughs) but um anyway so the girl like the girl who was putting on was like oh you're a songwriter you want to play and so like just random ways the Lord has like opened doors for me and like like open mic nights it's just been very encouraging to like get to actually like do stuff I don't know um yeah, I think RUF has been amazing too, just like the friendships he's provided through that. And oh, I'm going to, I'm going on a study abroad trip and I never thought I was going to be able to study abroad, but like the Lord totally opened that door. Um, And like, I, I was on the waiting list and I didn't even think I was able to go because of my credits, but like some way there was like an exception. I was on the waiting list and now I get to go like do songwriting in London for a month. Like what? And with like, some really awesome girls who I am just like really excited to get to know better and like 
just seeing the way that the Lord is opening doors for like friendships and opportunities and like just everything. I'm just like very, very grateful. And um, yeah, I'm feeling very blessed. So yeah. That's so encouraging. I think also kind of like what I said at the beginning of this episode of like people who maybe they're transferring schools, starting a new college, going into postgrad, just a lot of new seasons kind of are beginning to start in August. And so it's cool for people to kind of see you on the other side now and see how faithful the Lord was. And so I think that's really sweet. Um, but speaking of kind of open doors, I guess, um, you recently recorded your third round of music for Big Water Collective. Um, and kind of like, what has that been like? What's your goal with the group? What do you want listeners to know about it? Because I feel like we kind of hinted at it last episode, but we didn't really talk about what it was and like what you've been doing and um, what the recording process is like. So kind of just explain all of that to us because I feel like that's like a fun thing. And like, I don't really get to interview a lot of guests who have music on Spotify and things like that. So I just think that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, um, okay. So actually I meant to tell you this. It was actually, we just recorded our second round. We haven't recorded a third round yet. We're releasing our second round right now. Um, it's, it's been a little, no, don't apologize. It's been a little confusing. Um, but we're starting our third generation. So like, okay. okay, That's what we were talking about. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, I meant to mention that to you before, but, um, yeah, so we're releasing our second round of music that has been really, it's been such an awesome opportunity for me because like the first round we did, like I went in as like this little LSU girl who did not know anything about like writing, like, I mean, I knew about writing, but I didn't know anything about like recording music. And um, like these guys just really took me under their wings and like helped me and like co-wrote with me. And that was like my first, kind of my first experiences with co-writing. And um, just, we got to record music together and I just was like, like very like invested in and I'm so grateful for that but like the second round and it is similarly with the second round I've been like like they've just really like been so encouraging to me and like really just like took me under their wing and like are just they're very sweet guys but um now I'm kind of like taken on more of a leadership role where I'm like I'm in charge of the social media which is kind of slacking I'm not very good at social media I'm working on it but um I'm in charge of the social media. I was like in charge of like the releasing of the second album. So like I got to learn how to like upload things to TuneCore and like take album pictures. I I took the picture. I took a picture of a tree in the swamp and I put the I edited in Canva. I'm so proud of myself. Um, but we've been so we've been releasing that second album. We actually have a song coming out tomorrow. Well, I don't know when this is going to be uploaded, but June 30th. So it'll probably it'll be already be out when this yes, is it'll already be out. Go listen to it. It's worship yeah. music, by the way, which I'm sure people assume, but just to yes. but everyone should go listen to it. Yes, definitely. Um the one that's coming out tomorrow, it's I think is my favorite of the whole of the whole EP. It's Where Can I Go? It's so good. So definitely go check that out. And I don't know when this will be out, but if it is not out by July 7th, July 7th then we be out before then so okay then we will have another one coming out july 7th and that that will be the end we kind of did like a a rolling release and here's the thing i don't know what i'm doing so i don't know if it's typical to do it every week i just was like you know what this seems right to me so (laughs) i just like did it like well our first one released like in may but then we had 
I'll be so honest. I had some technical difficulties. I'm, it's so much of a learning experience, but that's, that's the thing. I'm so grateful for this learning experience. I've like literally learned so much and it's so helpful because like, I want to start putting on my own stuff. And like, I have like an idea of the songs I want to be on it. And like, I just need to like find someone to produce it and like kind of do the recording process. But like now I know like how to release things to Spotify, how to like take my album art if I want to do that like if I needed to record a cover how to do that and like get the licenses and stuff so it's been such a cool opportunity and I think that um with this third generation we're not going to record another session for a while I think we're going to focus on live performances that's going to be a little hard for me because I think the live performances are going to be mostly in Baton Rouge but I'm going to like try my best to like make it to as many as possible but we are playing August 20th at a Struma brewery so if you're in Baton Rouge, check it out. Um, but yeah, so that's been so fun. And this new generation is awesome. Taylor's in it. And then these two guys are in it and they're just awesome. And it's, it's just been really fun, like practicing with them. And like, we've done like some worship nights together. So it's, it's been so much fun, such a great learning experience. It's kind of changing. So like our, our initial like message was unity and like, I, I feel like our first generations kind of were, our focus was more like racial unity. And now I think we're shifting to more of like ecumenical unity and we're going to explore like different aspects of unity through worship. So it's just very exciting things. And yeah, I'm, I'm just very grateful for the experience and all the learning experiences I've had. And um, yeah, so it's, it's been a fun time. Very exciting and very cool that I have a friend that is part of something so awesome and cool. So it's, I like love talking to you about that and hearing you talk about that. And it's fun because I'm like, yeah, this podcast guest has music on Spotify, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's sweet. It's fun. It's fun. Um, But before we kind of move into the speed rounds, because the first episode I hadn't even thought of that yet so you haven't even done one um can you kind of just pray for everyone listening um over people just trying to figure out what their passions are and discerning what the next steps are and anyone who's kind of making a major change like you did and how they can just make sure that they're glorifying God and trusting in him through that yeah definitely um dear heavenly father I just thank you so much for Lauren I thank you for this podcast um, I thank you for what is doing and um, the people it's reaching, God. I just uh, pray over every listener, Lord, that you can just uh, move in their hearts, God. I just thank you for um, gifts and passions. God, I thank you so much that you are a God of creativity. You are a God of passion and gifts, um, Lord. And I, I thank you that you give us these um ambitions and desires in our hearts, Lord. I pray that you, um, if anyone is like questioning or discerning what your will for them is, Lord, I just pray that you would make that clear. And first and foremost, that we are meant to serve you and glorify you, God, and you are so, so worthy of glory and so worthy of praise, God. I just pray um, that you can just um, give us a right view of ourselves and a right view of you, and Lord, that that would shape our purpose and our plans. God, I just pray blessings over all of the listeners. Um, God, I just pray that you would uh, spark um, excitement and passion for you and for your kingdom and everyone's heart, Father. And I just pray that you um, continue to bring your kingdom down to earth, Lord. And we just love you so much and we praise you. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I like to do this at the end because I want like the most important and like 
first things people listen to, to be things that yeah. um, are about the Lord. But one fun yeah. thing that my mom suggested I do randomly was to do a favorites just so people can like get to know who they're listening to speak. And also just because it like can kind of bring in outside people who maybe wouldn't listen. It's kind of, I don't know. I've never really explained the heart behind that. So that was a little quick thing. Um, oh, but since we didn't get to do this last time, I was like, wait, this is perfect. So really quickly, speed round. I'm sure you know, because you listen to these. I just want to know about some of your favorite things, um, because I think that's fun. So first, where is your favorite store place to shop? I am a diehard free people fan. I can't I can barely afford it, but it is. I love it so much. Like, I love free people, free people. It's like my personality. <laughs> no, you're like the epitome of a free people girl. So it just makes sense. That's a compliment to me. <laughs> Um, and then this is one I'm really excited to hear answers answers for because I always like like to know. But your favorite makeup, hair, and skincare product, just because I feel like we have a lot of fun talking about stuff like that. Yes. Especially like skincare and hair. I feel like you really kind of you like to get into that. Yes, I do love this stuff. Okay, my favorite makeup product has been like anything from Merit. I like recent actually, I only have two things from Merit. So I don't know why I said anything. Actually, I had three, but I only like two of them. Sorry. I know this is speed round. Um, <laughs> I really like the Merit blush. Like, you know, the little circle one. It's like, it's so cute. And I feel like I'm, I'm wearing it right now. I It's just like, I don't know. It's like perfect and like very natural. Um, and I have their little like concealer stick and it's great. Have it on my pimple. Um, and then for hair products. Okay. My recent favorite hair product. I have like wavyish hair and it is quite literally the bane of my existence because I want it to look good. But I, I also like don't know how to do my hair basically so what I just found is like this Rizos it's called Rizos hair gel and it's like it's been it's been great it's for the most part working oh oh my gosh and my um raw sugar hair mask I love that the raw it's like the raw sugar hair mask curl treatment I don't know it's great it makes my hair so nice um and then skincare product I just I love uh, I don't I'm gonna butcher the name is it La Roche-Posay is that how you say it I'm, I'm, I'm horrible pronunciation. So okay. don't, don't ask me. It's like the drugstore one that everyone is like, this is the best drugstore. I just, I love everything from their line. Like I have, I use their like cleanser and moisturizer, but I just got like a retinol and vitamin C. So I'm like excited to see how that goes. Hopefully I don't burn my skin off, but <sighs> we shall see. I really like that stuff. <laughs> um, And then what's your favorite snack? Obviously, if y'all don't know, Caitlin, um, have celiac and also your dairy free right I should know mm -hmm. okay yes I'm just making sure because I didn't want oh, to yeah. um <laughs> so very healthy so just thought it'd be fun to say your favorite snack yes oh my gosh I am definitely becoming more of a hippie with my like my food health like I don't know just celiac will do that to you but I love the brand Siete like anything from that brand they're amazing it's all like grain free so like it's super like anti-inflammatory and just feels like good to eat like I never have a stomach ache after um I love their jalapeno lime chips oh my gosh like those things are like like crack I could eat those all day my mom has like my mom would buy like big shipments over the summer and like we would just like finish them off so fast they're so good anything from Siete or like Lesser Evil I love that brand too both of those are ones that I have on my list for when I go to the store because I've heard of both of them recently um and then places to go in Nashville oh my gosh I love Nashville it's just the coolest city ever okay so I feel like classic is like 12 south 12 south is the cutest street that's where the outdoor voices is that's where bar taco my favorite restaurant in all of history like 
when I say I want those tacos at my wedding, I tell this to everyone. I want those tacos at my wedding. I don't even have a boyfriend, but I want those tacos at my wedding. So um, Bar Taco, like Jenny's, Portland Brew, like all the amazing stores. It's it's great. I love it. There's a park close by. Um, Centennial Park. I love Centennial Parks. The one that Taylor Swift sings about. Um, and they have like free concert su- series, free like big band swing dancing over the summers. Like it's so dreamy. I love it. And then there's like, there's this other place that's really cool. That's kind of where I used to live and it's called One City. And it's like, I don't know. I, I tried out CrossFit for a little while and it was in there. I, I did not like CrossFit. I'm not a CrossFit girl, but it was in One City and they have like, it's like this really cool in the center of it. It's like a volleyball court. It's like sand volleyball. And then it's like surrounded by all these like shipping containers of like stores. So there's like this vegan um, ice cream place and they have gluten-free cones. Oh, it's amazing. Um, oh, and also for my gluten-free people, I don't know if there's any gluten-free people listening, but it probably it has to be some, yeah. It probably is. I mean, a lot of people are gluten-free nowadays, but Joyland, oh my gosh, gluten-free fried chicken sandwich. Need I say more? It's probably my favorite place in all of Nashville. <laughs> yeah, that's, there's definitely more, but you know, I can't take up too much time. <laughs> Guide to Nashville. I love it. And then last thing that I don't ask most people, but I have to ask you because of the nature of this episode and who you are, but who are your favorite musicians? And then like your favorite songs right now, like songs just on repeat for you. Oh, okay. So for musicians, I feel like I said like my core favorites last time, which are like John Mayer, Tori Kelly, Yeba, and Jacob Collier. But my favorites right now, I'm really liking King's Kaleidoscope. I think I'm kind of late to the game on King's Kaleidoscope, but I really love them. Um, Prince of Eden, so cool. They came, he came on my Discovery Weekly. I'm obsessed. Like the Berlin album, definitely listen to that. One of the songs that has been on repeat. I, I feel like it's such a good summer song is Amber of the Sun's Dawn definitely check it out um Dijon is really cool I don't know he I I don't know where he's from but he's really cool it's a definitely like a interesting kind of like a I don't even know how to describe it kind of like I, I'm not gonna try to describe it because I don't want to embarrass myself but it's really cool check out Dijon um and for like more Christian I guess King's Kaleidoscope is like Christian faith-based I think Prince of Eden has faith like inspired by faith and then um joel anzit jonathan ogden and madison ryan ward love them they're awesome christian musicians who make like music that is really cool and like kind of indie um but yeah i really love them um from jonathan ogden i love sufficient for me beautiful joel oh isn't it so good um joel anzit he just put out some good stuff um i love his place um his place I love his song. I don't know where that came from. I love his song. Um, I think it's called Seen and Seen and Known. When you're fully loved and known. I don't know. It's a really good song. I I'm gonna have to like send the, the name to you after. But yeah, those are some great people. Well, yay, that's the end of the speed round. And so the end of uh the podcast, which embarrassingly enough, now there's an Amazon storefront that I made just for easier access. <laughs> so any of the things that she talked about that are on Amazon I'll put on there um just so it's easy for you um listening but anyways I'm so glad that I got to have Caitlin on here and just kind of hear an update on her life um for all of y'all to see the Lord's faithfulness and also full circle because this was my first guest and I was just talking about before I was like so nervous and now I've just become a lot more comfortable and so it's sweet to see the Lord give me that confidence and I'm just really excited um that y'all got to hear how awesome Caitlin is and that she got to share all the wisdom that she has. And I'm so glad that y'all listened. And I'm so glad that you got to be on here, Caitlin.
Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I just love your podcast so much and I love you so much. So thank you. Oh, well, of course. Um, Thank you all so much for listening and y'all will hear from me next week. Bye.